What's up? It's Chocolate Desire. And today I'm watching a Thanksgiving horror movie from Hulu called Pilgrim. This is actually not a new movie. It's a part of the Into the Dark like anthology series by Blumhouse Productions that is a Hulu exclusive. But I didn't know or I knew it existed, but you know, it's kind of like one of those things that you shove into the back of your head and you just forget. That's what happened. That's why I've never mentioned it before. But this came up for me just now because of like this this Halloween promotion on Hulu called Huluween. This movie is listed in their like Huluween recommendations and you know I'm I'm a weird bitch. Um <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. I'm a weird bitch. I love a holiday horror movie. Just like give it to me, inject it into my veins. Thanksgiving isn't even really one of my favorite holidays or even a holiday I give two shits about. But come on. Come on. Um, so I've actually already started watching the movie. I have not finished it yet. So this might end up being more like my reaction to it as I'm like going in and out of the movie here. Thus far, um, I would say I'm less than about 10 minutes into it, probably less than 10. And the premise here is that, uh, from what I gather, this is like a family of four. There's a mom, dad, an older sister, and a younger brother. It looks like the dad has gotten remarried. I'm assuming his other wife was black because the one child is black, but the new wife is white. Um, and that that's just what they've implied. And the younger son is also a little white kid. The, the mother seems... According to her friends, she's trying to get the approval of the elder child, but that's that's really just not gonna happen. And I can I can see it also just like watching it for just a couple minutes. It's like, oh yeah, she doesn't like you. And honestly, part of it, I feel like it's not even like a dislike for the wife herself. I really feel like some of it is just like angst because this character is in that time in life where you just don't like anything everything sucks you find something negative about everything like you don't want to have people like touching you you don't want to talk to anybody just blah she's in that stage of life so like of course she doesn't like you she doesn't like any fucking body right now chill but to get the the daughter's approval it or not even really her approval. It's like she wants to bring her family closer together. That's what she thinks is going to happen from this. And what is this? She has invited these like Thanksgiving reenactors to the home for Thanksgiving dinner. What does that even entail? It doesn't seem like she even fully understands what this Thanksgiving reenactment will entail. She she seems to have like a vague idea that it's going to be um just like they come they talk about thanksgiving you know you eat like old timey foods and and learn about the pilgrims and stupid shit like that 
Um, and of course, you know, the, the elder daughter is a person of color. So she rightfully brings up that like, this is basically not basically it is celebrating the genocide of native Americans for you to bring these people in and have them force feed your son and me, your daughter, this very whitewashed version of history where the pilgrims are just a, a simple, happy people. And no one died. No, no, that's very whitewashed. But, you know, at this point, it's too late, you know. (laughs) The the reenactors are coming. Whether or not we call out the horrible genocide, like, she can't undo it. They're coming. So, they're having some kind of party. It's not Thanksgiving yet, by the way. It's not Thanksgiving yet. Um right at the table because she's an angsty little uh, probably teenage brat the the teenage daughter breaks the wishbone with her brother and she gets the bigger piece and we can hear her wish which was for the whole reenactment thing to blow up in the mom's face okay fast forward just a scooch and we're at this party It's a party at the family's house. And that's where we kind of hear a little bit more about the dynamic between the wife and the daughter. Like why it's so tense. Like really the wife or they assume that the wife wants to put forward this like our family's perfect kind of face on social media. But she's constantly trying to win the approval of the eldest daughter to no avail and that is part of why she's doing the weird pilgrim thanksgiving reenactment bullshit uh and again this is not thanksgiving yet this is not the thanksgiving party however the pilgrims roll up early like super early acting real weird and this this is where I paused it because I was like the the black girl's name is Cody. Cody was like, um, why are they here? And the mom is like, oh, um, they're they're gonna have to stay here for a little while, even though it's not Thanksgiving dinner just yet, because they have nowhere else to stay. Where are they gonna go? And Cody's like, bitch, a hotel, a motel, somewhere. We don't know these people. They can't just roll up here. You can't just be inviting random actors to stay up in your house. Like, especially not when they're kind of weird. They show up to your house unannounced. No phone call ahead. They didn't mention to you that they were coming early. They roll up like complete costume, top to bottom, in the middle of a function that you are throwing at your home and they want to gain access to your house just like whatever i'm here let me in bitch no no we don't know them and then like the dude bows really awkwardly and just like kisses the the wife's hand for way too long and like i feel like maybe cody is gonna be the character that says what the audience is thinking Because, like, in the beginning scene, she said exactly what I was thinking about, like, the genocide of Native Americans and how um, if we just completely ignore that and go, oh, the pilgrims are like these hokey 
folks that didn't do nothing wrong ever. They just turned butter. You know, if, if we if we go about Thanksgiving in that way, that's really disrespectful to <laughs> a, a lot of people of color, especially Native Americans in the United States of America. Like, that's a really shitty thing to do, and it had to at least be mentioned. And just like a white woman, the mom had to basically ignore that shit. Um, and then she says, bitch, there's there's motels. They can stay elsewhere. I feel like Cody is going to be like our, our proxy as we are watching the movie. But anyway, look at me talking damn near 10 minutes and I ain't seen but 10 minutes of the, of the movie. Hold up. Uh, I'm going to do a quick break and I'm coming back. Give me a second. Alright, I went ahead and I finished the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck to start. This movie is so wild. Um, first and foremost, I feel like I... I wouldn't be a, a very good person if if I didn't just... I, I can't get over the fact that they branded this man's booty hole. <laughs> with a B like they branded his butthole shut okay I have to be fair they didn't show the booty hole and we don't know for sure that the branding iron went into the booty hole but I'm 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 so sure his booty hole got a B on it right now. And the police gonna roll by and be like, why'd you brand his asshole? I, oh my God. Anyway, anyway, uh, the B is for blasphemy. So excuse me, excuse me. Don't roll by my crib. Thank you. Um, this whole thing is wild. There's like, there's one character who's basically fucking Jason Cause this bitch gets stabbed in the head through the hand and gets up and keeps going like la di da, and then she gets poisoned and throws up a fuck ton of blood and she she gets up and she keeps going to fight like la di fucking da. Like they had to stab this bitch in the throat before she just stayed down and died. Like, mm mm. Oh, then You know, the, the, the petite, uh, very skinny little pilgrim woman is the last character that I expected to be fucking Miss Pilgrim Voorhees over here. So excuse the fuck out of me for not expecting that. Um... And and then there's... I, I'm, I'm jumping around. I'm basically going backwards at this point. But a whole lot happens here. It, it it's just it's going around in my brain it, it's just circling around in there and a lot of stuff happened but I'm not saying it's a bad movie if you like this kind of um weird campy bullshit <laughs> kind of horror then you're probably maybe gonna like this um if you're like me and you can kind of chuckle when they're you can like chuckle because there's really weird scenes where like for example they killed the dad 
and the wife and daughter didn't know they they didn't know their father or their father and husband had already died until the pilgrims brought his ass out on a fucking platter and all of a sudden this like gospel music starts to play and it's like hold up pilgrims don't sing gospel and it's very clearly a black ass choir singing grateful like hold up hold up i I just i can't even uh like it was kind of funny and and there's like it's it is very clearly a black choir singing this and it's like the pilgrims of all people would not be blasting no black gospel music come on uh, weren't the pilgrims more like the type of people where every fucking thing was bad and i'm pretty sure they would have been a little bit racist at the very least it just felt really funny to have like to have the characters bring out the dead dad on a platter and it goes like grateful and you're just like what the fuck is and they and they force feed parts of the dad to the wife and the daughter and the son is hiding out somewhere and and it seems like they don't give a fuck that the son is hiding but i guess they don't give a fuck that the son is hiding because like from the start he he quote unquote was grateful for his family or at least as far as ethan the lead pilgrim thought he 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 was the appropriate level of grateful he said the right things to ethan that made him think that you know the kid tate was a grateful little boy and and speaking of ethan and tate that shit was weird oh oh no honey oh no um there's a lot happening there like um cody walks in the cody the daughter walks in on um ethan laying out in tate's bed doing bedtime stories on one of the first nights that he was there and i'm just like hold up why is this man alone in an eight-year-old boy's room and it's it's a strange man as far as you know he's an actor just a random actor in your son's bed telling bedtime stories laid out like this is his house and his kid absolutely the fuck not like i would have whooped his ass and kicked him out right then movie would have ended way different look and then a, a few days later or the next day you can't really tell time with this movie like ethan is going berry picking with tate and the mom anna she's just like oh yeah it's whatever like bitch why does this man why is he in your son's bed berry picking with your why does he want all this alone time with your baby boy i be whooping his ass like no no and then like there's one scene where cody walks up on this weird shed like ethan had built a fucking shed in their backyard next to the pool like completely randomly like 
he he built a whole ass shed and cody walks up and he's got tape in the fucking shed reciting bible passages and shit like what the absolute fuck no like there there was so much no before we got to like all of the blood and the throwing up of blood and and all of that stuff like before the violence even really really got started there was a whole lot of shit that would have made you go um i don't know about these people i don't know and then like the next door neighbor also had one of the pilgrims in her house and she ended up quote unquote missing it's like girl there were so many red flags like why is anna the mom so wrapped up in her own we're a picture perfect family ass bullshit that she can't see like the at the very least ethan is giving some fucking pedo vibes like like it it's ooh, it's icky it mm-mm. Mm-mm. absolutely the fuck not but anyway anyway the movie's a wild ride um they they do some very interesting uh shots with i think dutch angles i'm not like i'm not a film person i don't make films i've never been in a film i just like watching them i i don't know the proper names for stuff sometimes i think what i'm thinking of is a dutch angle where um the the camera shots and stuff can show different emotions so a lot of times in horror movies like this you'll notice that the camera is kind of like crooked it's on like a weird diagonal angle and you know it it's supposed to show like uneasiness and all of that good stuff it is basically the official angle of american horror story yeah they they was doing that but it felt actually more meaningful than it does in american horror story funnily enough or like tv shows like evil also do it and again i actually feel like this movie handled those angles a little bit better because they feel kind of like meaningful it's not like the whole fucking movie is filmed sideways and shit it's it seems to come at moments that make sense to me logically anyway um so yeah while you might click on this expecting more like a thanks killing kind of vibe it is a much better movie than that objectively i don't think that made it any less um or it probably did make it a lot less you know funny and and fun and weird and all of the reasons that people like thanks killing for some ungodly reason um but i didn't dislike it i would even probably watch it again you know like i don't hate the movie at all not even by a long shot i actually thought it was pretty okay like if i was doing some kind of thanksgiving party i would definitely put this one on the list of weird stuff to watch with my weird old friends who also don't mind a ton of fake blood flying all over the place and possible children throwing up <laughs> uh but anyway i should come up with some kind of rating system but i i don't know i guess for this one 
let's say um, the rating system is going to be five bloody pilgrims throwing up berries and blood. All right, yeah, that's that's the top score. Five bloody pilgrims throwing up berries and blood. I would give this a three. It, I, I think it's three pilgrims violently throwing up berries and blood. And that's what I'm giving it. I think it's pretty decent. Um, but anyway, this is this is where I gotta I gotta end everything. Um, so you can find me a whole lot of places. I'm on Instagram at at ebibibay, which is e b i b e b i b a e. Twitter is the same. Um, you can also find me like for the podcast the podcast also has a twitter it's um chaco underscore blood underscore so c-h-o-c-o underscore b-l-o-b-l-o-o-d underscore um i also have a coffee which also is at every baby bay so uh you know ko-fi.com slash ebibibay spelled exactly the same way I spelled it before e-b-i-b-e-b-i-b-a-e I got a red bubble I got everything I'll leave all the links in the um, show notes or whatever thank you for listening to me if you made it this far and I'll see y'all when I see y'all bye